Well, hello, hello. I am so glad you're here today because we are going to talk about something that I am positive we have all done before. I mean, seriously, if you have never compared yourself to someone else, please tell me your ways because I don't think that that's possible. I think Theodore Roosevelt was not kidding when he said comparison was the thief of joy. I know, as I mentioned, this is common, but I do think that there are some other episodes that if comparison really does ring home for you and you do have issues with it, they would be helpful. So before we get into this episode, if you enjoy it, I do suggest you go back and listen to episode 55, which talks about how our thoughts affect our health. Episode 46, which is the real secret of success. Episode 25, which is is trying to fit in, holding you back. And episode 12, assumption, your ally or enemy. Now, as I mentioned, obviously this is really common. And truthfully, comparison starts at a really young age. I remember when I was in probably third or fourth grade, I was on swim team. And I was actually a pretty fast little swimmer. And I loved winning is the truth. I loved it. I loved that blue ribbon. I loved everything about it. But my number one issue was that when I would be racing, I would look around. I swam freestyle and backstroke. And I was pretty fast at backstroke. And I remember when I would take off from the wall, the buzzer would go, I would fly into my backstroke and I'd be going, 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 doing my thing. And then I would like want to know if I was winning. So I would drop my butt a little bit just to look around to see if I was winning. And when I did that, it actually stops you from moving forward. You actually just stop moving. And my mom would be video cameraing me and she'd be like, stop looking around and keep swimming. And it'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I keep swimming. And then I'd swim as fast as I could. And then I would do it again. And she'd yell it at me again. And my coach would yell it at me again. And I didn't even realize that me taking the time to look around to make sure I was beating other people was actually making me lose. It was making me not do well. And I didn't even realize it, that this true obsession with comparing if I was winning or losing was actually making it so I was never really winning when I did that. And when I got out of that bad habit, I swam so much better. But I do laugh that now every time we watch those old videos of my mom, she's yelling at me, stop looking around. And so that's going to be my advice to you. Stop looking around. You need to just keep swimming. It's really important. So today as we talk about comparison, I want you to think about that. And I want you to realize that we all do it. If I could count the number of clients who have emailed me and said their progress doesn't look like Tina's or their neighbor is eating X amount of food and they want to eat that amount of food because they want to look like them. Or maybe they're discouraged because their postpartum progress or their diastasis recti healing is taking longer than someone else's. The problem is we aren't all the same. Our genetics, our backgrounds, our weights, our abilities, our time. There are so many different things. Our hormones, there are so many things that are different, yet we're constantly blindly comparing to people around us. I actually pushed myself to record this episode because I have started doing some unhealthy comparisons in other aspects of my life. And that's something I'm working on because one day I thought, nope, This isn't right. It's not helping me. I know better. So today, this is as much for you as it is for me. And it will be a good reminder to all of us. So let's talk about it. And as always, if you find this episode helpful, please don't forget to share it. Today, I want to give a shout out to the review Runners High 2. It's titled A True Gem. This podcast deserves to be played on repeat. 
Andrea is so knowledgeable and relatable. I feel like I'm listening to a friend in every episode. You are. We are friends. Let me tell you, if we met in person, we would be friends. I promise you that. She breaks down complicated health ideas and subjects and makes them easy to understand. And I always find myself smiling when I listen to her. And Andrea, I know you read your reviews. Know that you are total mom goals. I know how open you are about the chaos in your life and your day-to-day, but you still manage to get it all done. You're so inspiring, and I'm glad I found you. I am truly glad you guys are all here. I do read all my reviews. They do help the podcast grow. As you guys know, I mentioned in my stories last week, we hit number eight in the fitness category, and that just makes my heart explode because I think we talk about such real things, and it's not fake, and we do our very best to, like, share the best information for you. So please don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen or to give the podcast a review. It really does help the podcast grow. And it's going to be able to help me continue to record episodes and take time to do this because I want this to be a community. So don't forget to leave the podcast a review. And even if you're mad at me, I guess I'll take a, you know, two or three star. I mean, if you have a one star, I prefer not. (laughs) But please let me know your thoughts. I do read them and it really does help the podcast. And before we get started, I definitely want to talk about Soul CBD products. I mentioned a couple weeks ago how I fell in love with this company and I begged them to be a show sponsor because I've been so impressed personally with their products that I reached out to them. I mentioned how I have a really hard time sleeping. My mind races at night. I literally start going, 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 and I am obsessed with their sleepy bedtime besties. I have the blueberry lemonade ones. It's so great. I take one gummy and I can easily fall asleep at night when typically it can take me a really long time because my mind gets so busy. I also had an injury last week. I mentioned it on social media. I like tweaked my back and we use their rapid relief cream, which has 15 milligrams of CBD. My husband just rubbed it right on my lower back. And I actually really think it helped with the healing process and that I felt better faster. Their products are seriously amazing. They have no THC in them. They are organically grown in the United States. And I'm super excited to try more of their products, which I've already ordered because I've been so impressed with the two that I have and that I literally swear by. So if you want to try Soul CBD products, you can go to www.mysoulcbd.com and you can use the code SIMPLE, which is going to give you 15% off. Again, it's SIMPLE, S-I-M-P-L-E. I promise if you have any issues with sleeping or just muscle aches and pains, the Rapid Relief Cream has been super helpful, and I think you will really love their products. I truthfully love them. Like I said, I basically wrote them for a long time and said, can you please sponsor my show? Your stuff is legit. So seriously, try them out. Simple for 15% off, and again, it's mysoulcbd.com. Okay, that's it. Let's get into comparison and get down to business. My name's Andrea Allen, and I am a mother of four girls under seven, a wifey to a mountain man, a personal trainer, and a nutrition coach. I love all things women's health and fitness, but let's face it, the fitness industry is complicated and it's not built for the everyday mom. There's so much conflicting information, and you're busy and you don't have time to figure it out. I hate feeling confused and overwhelmed, so I have made it my mission to simplify health and fitness while creating a welcoming, realistic, and empowering home for like-minded women. I'm happy you're here, and I hope you stay a while. Okay, now, I know I mentioned that comparison isn't really great for us, but there are some positive sides about comparison that I do want to point out. 
Comparison can be great at motivating us. It can empower us to do better. It can be a valuable source of motivation and growth. And sometimes we can even have role models who we look up to because we see that they are able to do things and we can compare our abilities and try to improve seeing what is possible. So there are some pros for sure. The issue with comparison comes in when we keep our eye on the comparison and it takes a negative spin and then turns into self-doubt, self-esteem, low self-worth, and we start just noticing other people's strengths and then comparing them to our weaknesses, which happens a lot and it is really, really common. Social theory says that there's two types of comparison. So there's an upward social comparison. This takes place when we compare ourselves to those who we believe are better than us. So we are looking up basically and have the desire to improve our current situation or level of abilities. And we often compare ourselves to someone who is better off or looks better off than us. The other comparison is downward social comparison. This takes place when we compare ourselves to others who we think are worse off than us. So we might look down at them thinking we might have better traits, better abilities, whatever it is, but they seem like they're doing not as good as us, so we're better off than them. No matter which one you're looking at, they both can breed negative feelings. Either one, we think someone else is so much better than us that our self-esteem goes down, Or the second one, we feel like we're so much better than someone else that we look down on them. So neither one are really ideal if we allow them to take that negative spin, which we don't want and which does often happen when we move outside of the motivation empowering to the negative side. To me, the hardest thing about comparison is that there are so many things that affect it and so many different things that depend on the way we are viewing things. So it could depend on our self-esteem and our current stressors and what we have going on in our lives. And then we're comparing it to someone who is maybe sharing their best curated memories or we're comparing our weaknesses to their strengths. And that never goes over well when we compare the things we feel inadequate at because the truth is we tend to hone in on our own inadequacies I can tell you right now, the things I'm good at, I just kind of ignore. And the things I'm not good at, I feel like sometimes they eat me alive. And I've noticed it's that way with my friends too. So I can't be alone on that and that I let those things that I'm not talented in just seem to be magnified. And so sometimes with comparison, we're taking those tiny things we're not good at and magnifying them and making them a big deal. And then it's hurting us. So today, if you are hugging the negative side of comparison, if you are magnifying things that maybe are your weaknesses and you're noticing that you're feeling low self-worth, low confidence, you know, you just have a bad attitude when it comes to comparing, I'm going to give you a handful of really simple tips that I want you to try to add in. And truthfully, I am aware and I try to add them in as well so we can do this together and just improve our relationships truly with ourselves, and stop that unhealthy comparison. So the first thing you can do is assess your surroundings and your behavior. You might want to be aware of the type of friendships you have. If you have a friend who is either always judging you or making you upset or talking down to you about how they are doing better than you or always bragging, they might not be the best person to be around. Or if you have a friend who when you are succeeding... They are always like pointing out the things you aren't doing right or like not taking happiness or joy in your success because they might be comparing to you and then they are saying negative things, which brings you down. 
neither one of these are really true friendships. So you want to be aware of that competitiveness, whatever side you're on, and aware if you're doing it to other people. Maybe you see other people succeeding and you start to say negative things to them to make yourself feel better, or you just simply don't take pride in what other people are doing and you could internally look at, is that a real friend? Or am I just trying to protect myself? Because if we're real friends, we take joy in each other's successes. We don't need to be competitive. We can have a healthy relationship and cheer each other on and motivate each other. I think that's really important to assess the friendships and the people around us. And if they are degrading us, you know, with their comparisons or if they are happy when you failed. So that's the first thing I want you to do. Assess the people closest to you. Are they making you uncomfortable with comparisons? Are you possibly making them uncomfortable with comparing? Or is it an unhealthy comparison on either side? Take a moment to seriously think about your closest relationships and if any of that is going on right now. The next thing I want you to assess is I want you to gain awareness of your thoughts. Now, you know I'm big into research, so of course, if I mention research, it's going to be linked in the show notes, just so you know. But research has found that comparing breeds feelings of envy, low self-worth, low confidence, depression, and it also compromises our ability to trust others. So often that happens because of our thoughts and who we surround ourselves with. So something you could think about is when you're on social media, are you feeling an unhealthy comparison as you're scrolling or you stumble upon someone you follow regularly their account? If so, unfollow them. Even if that's me, unfollow me because I care about your mental health more than the number of followers I have. And I mean that from the very bottom of my heart. I want you to take some time and go through your social media and think about how accounts make you feel. Now, sometimes those feelings may not be backed by true things, but it doesn't matter. Either way, they're real. And so I would rather you not follow those accounts and really think about the accounts that truly empower you and motivate you and make you feel like things are possible and that you can improve and your abilities are great. Follow those type of accounts. Also, Think about your feelings and how you talk to yourself. That's really, really important as well. Negative self-talk is a huge one. I talk about it a ton in episode 55. But when we are comparing, if then we then beat ourselves up in that comparison process, it's going to cause more problems, which is going to create more comparison. And then it becomes this vicious cycle of meanness to ourself and then outward comparison to other people. So when you're comparing, whether it's with friends or online or whatever the situation is, when you start to compare, I want you to ask yourself this question. Is it hurtful or is it helpful? If it's hurtful, then I need you to set those boundaries. I need you to unfollow those people. Maybe take some time from those friends, from anyone that makes you feel hurtful and less than. Or if it's helpful, then by all means, keep going, keep listening, keep being friends, keep pushing that because it's just going to make you better. But you have to get to the point where you legitimately can recognize the difference between hurtful and helpful. And that includes recognizing things that trigger you, trigger negative emotions, and really focusing on that positive self-talk. I am huge on positive self-talk, and I'm huge on saying it out loud. You better believe that I talk to myself out loud. I have no shame here. In fact, my husband laughs when he walks by the gym or walks by my office or, you know, when I'm dealing with things by myself and I'm talking to myself out loud because it is calming. Words are calming. They make a huge difference. So if I'm having a hard day, if I'm struggling with a thought process, I will literally say out loud, Andrea, 
you are doing a great job. Andrea, look how amazing it is that you finished that. Andrea, that's a really hard task, and you are doing your very best. I don't care if you sound silly. Tell yourself positive things. Talk positively to yourself. Because the truth is, sometimes we're in situations where people around us aren't great at giving compliments, aren't great at talking positive to us. So then we will talk to ourselves positively because we want to have that positive relationship with ourselves. It's really important because the relationship with yourself in your own head is literally the most important relationship you have because it will affect the way you teach your children. It will affect what your children learn from you because you're setting an example. If you're talking negative, it will affect our partner relationships and our friendship relationships because of the way we treat ourselves. So don't be scared to positive talk to yourself out loud. And just know I'm at my house doing it too. So it is all good. The next thing I want you to realize is you can't see the whole picture when it comes to comparison. Typically, when we compare, we're comparing things that we can see, things that are on the outside. So we measure success and worthiness by beauty, age, weight, money, social status, marital status, any of those things, but they're all visual. And visual actually doesn't last long term. And visual actually doesn't change and influence people's lives like what's on the inside. Plus, with all those visual things, people aren't always showing the whole picture, as I mentioned, that it's just not all there. A recent study done by the Personality and Social Psychology Bulletin confirmed that people are less likely to reveal their negative emotions than their positive emotions. That means if they're having a bad day and you say, hey, how are you? They're going to be like, I'm great. They're not going to be like, Sarah is failing school and my job, I'm going to get fired. And me and my husband got in a giant fight last night. They're not going to say that. Yet it happens. Like it just happens. And that's okay. They're just going to reveal their positive emotions, which isn't a bad thing. We want to be positive. But as we're looking at other people, realize that's what everybody is kind of doing. Additionally, the study found that people tend to overestimate the presence of positivity in their lives while they kind of like misinterpret or don't show failure or negativity. Now, I just mentioned that we want to be more positive. I just mentioned that positive self-talk is good. So I do want you to continue to do that and to continue to have a positive outlook, but realize that just because everyone around you is only showing roses and flowers and green grass, sometimes the grass in the backyard hasn't been watered in a while, and that's okay, but there's no point for you to compare your front yard you know, with not realizing their backyard may not look like that. And that's normal. I could do a podcast on relationships and could have gotten a giant fight with my husband the night before and you would never know. And then I could get on the podcast the next day and be like, we're so happy, which we're like anyone else. We have ups and downs and that's just the way it goes. I'm not embarrassed to admit that. In fact, I have no embarrassment to admit that. But for a lot of people, they don't like to talk about that. And that's okay. So realize you aren't seeing the entire picture. All of those things are so visual and they truly just don't matter as much. I want you to think right now and take a moment about the people who have influenced you the most. So when I look at my life and think about, you know, crossroads or anything that was big or hard for me, it wasn't affected and I wasn't helped by people who looked, you know, perfect on the outside. I was helped by people who had a listening ear, who cared who reached out to serve other people, who were kind, who were considerate, who were loving. Those are all characteristics that help influence people. And some of the most turning and hard moments in my life were affected by others 
who had all those internal things and they came out. Maybe on the outside, those people weren't fancy, weren't all put together, and the whole picture didn't look beautiful, but they had all of the qualities that I needed to pick myself up and to keep going. Remember, if you're looking around and you're only looking at those external visual things, there are so many more things on the inside that influence and change people's lives. You can help another from the inside. And that's really what matters. So as we talk about not seeing the whole picture, realize it's a picture and it can be beautiful and we can, you know, say that's great for them. But what really matters is truly on the inside. And those are characteristics that we can help other people and we don't need to compare those external things. The last thing I want you to focus on is I want you to compete with yourself. Stop competing with other people. Stop. I promise you it's not effective. One of my favorite, favorite analogies, and I guess it's not even really an analogy because it's true, is if you ever watch a horse race, you'll see that they have blinders on their eyes. So they have kind of like these cloths right on the side of their eyes. And the reason is, is because they don't want the horses looking side to side. They want the horses to run fast and straight and run their best race without being distracted by the other horses around them. It makes them a much better horse. Imagine if a horse ran without those blinders on, they'd get all distracted with all the horses around them. So I want you to put on your racehorse blinders. I need you to look at your goals, the things you want, and stop looking around. Stop doing backstroke and sitting your butt down and looking around to see if you're beating the people around you or if you're losing. Either way, neither one are good options. Keep swimming, keep running, get your blinders on, and focus on your goals. If comparing is truly how you evaluate your self-worth, I promise you will always be losing. It will always be competitive. It will always be intense. It will always be stressful. Don't compare to find your self-worth. Focus on yourself. Focus on improving yourself. Picking goals to compete against yourself. Doing better than you did yesterday, the day before, two weeks before, a year ago, maybe even an hour ago. Maybe you had a bad hour an hour ago and you're like, I got to get myself together. You know what? I had a great afternoon compared to the morning. I don't care what it is, but compete against yourself. Put your blinders on, run your own ways, find your own goals, and don't try to focus and figure out your self-worth by how you evaluate and how you line up to other people. You have to look at your self-worth and self-improvement and take worth in you, like a capital Y-O-U. So put those blinders on, go for your goals, and stop looking around, stop comparing. And if you need help in that process, I want you to remember this podcast. I want you to assess your surroundings and behaviors. I want you to gain awareness of your thoughts. I want you to see that you're not seeing the whole picture. And I want you to compete with yourself. Focus on those few things and I promise you'll see a shift. That's it for today. If you found this episode helpful, remember, don't forget to share it. And as always, I mean it from the very bottom, bottom of my heart. You are always doing better than you think you are. All right, let's chat next week.